Welcome to the very first episode of Extra Side of Chat. So excited you joined me today. My name is Paco and I am your host. I have to tell you, I have been wanting to create a podcast for a long time now, probably years. There have been many obstacles that have pushed me away from it, but I told myself the time is now, which to be honest, worked out perfectly because I wasn't 100% sure of what exactly I wanted to do. And having time to think about it gave me some clarity. So, what exactly is this podcast going to be about? Long story short, I love to learn new things. And sometimes I learn things that I just have to share with others. This is what my podcast is going to be. It will be me sharing some interesting findings and keeping it simple, fun, and conversational. Oh, and I want to keep these short and sweet. I have found too many podcasts that are two or three hours long. And to be honest, I just don't have that kind of time to devote to one podcast unless I know the people or it's extremely interesting. I hope that as we journey along this road together, you will also enjoy listening to it just as much as I enjoy learning and sharing. So without further ado, let's jump into our first episode. I don't know about you all, but I often talk to myself a lot, and I do mean a lot. Now, I'm not just talking out loud. I talk internally to myself, and I don't just mean thinking to myself. I mean full-on conversations going on in there. That's called having an inner monologue. I've always done this. So, of course, I've always thought this was normal for everyone. I assumed everyone talk to themselves internally. Well, it turns out that is not the case. It's actually only about half of us that have an inner monologue. While not all of us have an inner monologue, we all experience corollary discharge. Don't worry, there won't be a quiz after, so you don't have to remember all the fancy words. I'm sure I won't either. Corollary discharge is just a brain signal that helps figure out if we're feeling something on the inside or on the outside. So according to Professor Russell Herbert from the University of Nevada, our inner monologues develop during childhood. So as we develop our language skills, our inner monologues are also developing. An interesting part is that this inner voice is also believed to manifest into something like imaginary friends that some kids may have. Scientists don't know for sure why some people do and some don't have this inner speech, but some research points to the correlation between it and the two language tracks that help in forming sounds. People that don't have an inner monologue tend to visualize their thoughts more. So instead of repeating a list in their head, they are most likely seeing images of items on that list repeatedly. People with uh, hearing disabilities will most likely fall in this category. So. What exactly are the pros and cons of having or not having an inner monologue? Some thoughts are if you do have an inner monologue, you can better organize thoughts to complete tasks. However, there is also the fact that we tend to be very critical or judgmental of ourselves and constantly harp on it. People who don't have an inner monologue will have fewer self-esteem issues because of that. 
They also mentioned that they're able to block out negative thoughts more easily. However, the drawback can be that they tend to speak out about things they most of us may keep to ourselves internally. In other words, people with no filters. There is so much more to this, and Professor Herbert says that there are not a lot of studies that have been done to understand this subject matter better. So, where do you fall in these two categories? I've heard so many different responses. Some people say they do have an inner voice, but they don't hear their voice. Weird. I, on the other hand, can change my inner voice to mimic anyone that I have heard before. I'd love to hear more from you all. Please feel free to comment on my social media posts regarding this topic. I'm also going to post a link to the article that I read regarding this interesting topic so that you can read more about it. Also, guys, if you find that I've made a mistake, please let me know. Again, I'm learning as I go on this, and if something I stated is false or maybe even unclear, I'd love to hear about it. I appreciate all you joining me on this very first episode of Extra Side of Chat. I know every one of your time is so valuable, and you decided to spend a little of that listening to me. Before I go, I do want to leave you with this fun fact. So our brain controls registering pain from all around the body. But the tissue in our brain has no pain receptors and therefore cannot feel pain.